Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, Monday morning episode. First of all, apologies because we didn't knock one out last Friday morning. Uh, it was just down to just an admin mix-up, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just, I was going away to see a mate <laughs> in Worcester. It had been in the diary for like six weeks. Oh, and um, so there's not really any excuse. And mm. uh, I should have remembered to say to you on Thursday, let's record it on Thursday. But then next thing I was, uh, by the time I texted you, I think I was like already in the car. I mean, on the way to Worcester. I was on the way to fucking Worcester. Nice place though, Worcester. The mouth yeah. and hills. Very beautiful. Good time. Oh, you did you a bit walking about in that, did you? Nah, I didn't. But I saw it. He picked a pub. My, yeah. my, two, my two oldest mates, basically, in the... In the whole world. Fucking couple of lads I went to nursery with and haven't been able to shed ever since. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But like, and it's not like, I say reunion, but we're sort of, you know, in touch almost. Yeah. Like barely, a, 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 the longest that is a month would go by without us being in yeah. touch. So. But we're all West Ham fans. So during West Ham in lockdown, we've got like a group and we just mm. sort of like more or less what do a, a live watch along. And then we thought, yeah. oh, I suppose we might as well get together. But it doesn't, you get together with mates like that and you don't really feel like, I mean, you've you've already discussed everything there is to discuss because of technology. Yeah. yeah. This is the thing as well. I'm, I'm worried about, you know, getting back into meeting up with people and everything. And there's going to be very little to talk about because it's all yeah. going to be how so was your lockdown <laughs> yeah exactly how was your COVID bit did you get it do you know anybody else who had it I talk them how through some of vaccine? the podcasts I've been recording did you <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did a really good episode the other week about Rasputin <laughs> uh, um, while you're mentioning that I should uh, give a, a thumbs up to Len's podcast that you've started mm-hmm. doing with him, yeah. which is called what's it called again? The, the bear, bear tent. tent. The bear the tent. Bear tent. I've only heard the first one. I know there's a second episode out, but the mm. first one was spectacular. <laughs> if you're in the Earth tournament at all, and if you're not, why not? Then you've got to give a listen to the bear tent. How can you find it? Is it on Substack? It's on Substack. So you go to EarthTournament.substack.com yeah. because he also <laughs> sends out a newsletter with updates. So if you subscribe, you get the yeah, you get the podcast emailed to you and you also right. get regular newsletters. Or if you can't bother to subscribe, you just go on to earthtournament.substat.com and you can just listen to it from there. Yeah, I mean, the first one's brilliant. It's got goal updates live yeah. as the matches are happening. It's got a preview of the tournament, some incredible insight 
into some of the uh, some of the backstories that's going on around this tournament. It mm. is essential listening. Yeah, and, and I, what's I mean interesting for me it. is that I didn't know the last time I tried to record a podcast with Len was about two, maybe three years ago. We sat down right. once, and it was like he was still he was he was that bit younger, yeah, and wasn't really that talkative, right? Mm. And when I started it this time. He was just. I was. I was still basing it on that thing, and I might have to sort of cajole him along a little bit. Yeah. And I sort of asked him to plan stuff, but he said, "No, I don't need to. It's in my head." And I thought, "Oh, well, <laughs> we'll see." And then, <laughs> well, as soon as I pressed record, oh, it just took yeah. off. It just took professional. off. Professional. The yeah. goal updates and everything, and all, all this, all the stuff that I didn't know. Um, so he didn't so have any notes. There was no he, notes. He had no he notes. He had nothing. Wow. No, he all he had was yeah. he had the tournament which he'd written out. He yeah. didn't have school, so he knew what the groups were, but that was it. Mm. He had no notes on anything at all. So my, every question I asked him, he didn't know was coming. And most of them were re- fairly easy. But when I was saying things like, who's going to be the star of this tournament? Or, mm. for instance, what's the history of Earth Tournament? But yeah. um, he power played me throughout, you might have noticed. <laughs> a, a few people picked up on the fact that his answer to a lot of my questions was a sort of a, a, a kind of a bewildered of course yeah like how did you not know that dickhead and yeah. uh and he'll also uh, in the in the second episode he, he did it in the first episode but i think it didn't like i think it was like off air or something but he goes um i'm joined by the former journalist sam delaney <laughs> and i keep and i don't know where this is coming i keep picking him up on it and going i'm still a journalist he said well okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> i was really gutted but um I mean- we, we can't give too much of it away. I think people should just go to the podcast and listen mm. to it because the episodes are only about 20, 25 minutes long, so it's not, yeah. they're not massive. But my absolute favourite um, piece of information from it was the Earth Tournament was devised in, I think, 1936. 35. And it was 35, and it was dreamt up by a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just a bunch of teenagers dreamt it up. I don't, maybe they were drunk, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good for them good for them he's given me a new nickname yesterday as well which he's trying to make stick I mean you know obviously I've got a lot of nicknames from mm-hmm. Fish Cake to Beeping Timmy to Nifty Nifty yeah um, he yesterday started he said I've got a new nickname for you it's Boring John <laughs> <laughs> because apparently I was so boring and he just yeah. he, he came up with it and because and maybe it was because I laughed, he has now he's working overtime to make it stick, and he's only referred to me as Boring John for the last twenty four <laughs> hours. Boring John, put well, the kettle on, will you? Boring John, <laughs> fucking hell! Yeah, God. So, but yeah, it's not the worst nickname brutalized. I've had. It's, it, you could argue it's one of the most accurate. I mean, I am quite boring, so right. Mm. Well. You know, that's, that's the hallmark of this podcast, I guess, isn't it? Brown John, boring about, John. We got a good, we got a good tweet this morning uh, from someone uh, who's a, a regular sort of um, correspondent interactor. Mm. Don't know what you'd call it. Uh, bloke called the White Feather. Do you know him? He's 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 tweeted us a picture um, of a shop. He says, "I'm loving your new shop." And the shop song, you might have seen it, is Recraft. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it now, and yeah. That's a, t- that's a term. 
that I really like. It seems to yeah. be for fishing this because it says quality tackle and bait. But I think rig craft is just something that we've always covered without actually giving it that term. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Nice to give it a name, isn't it? And this is this is in Morecambe by the looks of it. Mm. And I like how they've also nicked the Rolls Royce logo, the double R logo, <laughs> yeah. and they've just made it RK. I love that sort of thing. It's like, we've got to make it look classy. Well, what's the classiest logo you can get? Rolls-Royce, stick it on. It's like, I would say it's slightly undermined when it's like on one of those temporary sort of tarpaulin signs that you stretch and tie up to the shop front. And they've also got security railings in front of the windows as well, (laughs) which seem to offer no real security at all. But now, when someone asks that question that we can never quite answer, which is what's your Mm. podcast about, another answer is to simply say, Rigcraft. Exactly. Thanks for that, then. Um, The White Feather. Good stuff. Do you watch the Cup Final at the weekend? I watched, uh, I think, the first half. Oh, it was really good. I know. The second half was when it came alive. Yeah. Yeah. But it was was great in the sense that justice was done and that the scab team didn't win yeah uh and that leicester won it but also i mean the fact fans were there as well was brilliant because there was an atmosphere and it was just so watchable because of that but it wasn't a great match but it had great moments incident the goal was fucking beautiful Mm. uh casper schmeichel did two incredible saves that won them the game it had the thing where chelsea had a goal disallowed because of var yeah. It just had these. It was just punctuated with things. And the Chelsea fans celebrated these really hard. Which memorable has been moments. Yeah, it could have been like a, a fairly exciting end-to-end game that just had one goal and it had been one 0 But you wouldn't remember that. But this, mm. it's been. It was punctuated with those great moments that's going to make it memorable. And that's what you want from an FA Cup final. It's isn't a good it? cup final, and I had a feeling it might be decent because it's a good match-up. Yeah. Because rather than it just being, you know, the the usual suspects, chucking Leicester in there is really good because you know Leicester can compete with any of the bigger teams. Totally, And yeah. yet they're not one of those traditional dominant clubs. And they have exciting players. And Jamie Vardy is one of Britain's greatest men. It certainly is. I just <laughs> I heard as well that the... Um, do you remember when Leicester won the league and there was all this talk about they were going to make a movie of Jimmy Vardy's oh, life, yeah. his life story? That's been revived now, apparently, on Fucking the back of the win, because it, this, this could be the bit where you'd finish it, where he wins the FA Cup at Wembley. He didn't, he didn't score or do anything. Massively hard just, to touch the ball, to be honest. They freeze frame but, on him. Is he the captain yeah. of Leicester these... Oh, no, it's, I think that might no, be Schmeichel. No, Schmeichel. Schmeichel is. It feels a bit yesterday's hero-ish. He is very Rod Turner in a way, even though yeah. you know. I mean, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's into the old horsey ride cocktails or anything. Well, of it's, that. Energy, it's energy drinks. It's he monster energy, energy drinks, drinks rather than booze, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. So that was good. I'm happy for Jamie Vardy. Um, yeah, I don't know why I sort of gave up. I was dozing through the first half, then I just yeah. started like samming about the house. Yeah, and then next because I was my mind was on. West Ham Brighton really oh, tedious after, yeah. game but it was a big big important game for us and that came afterwards it's just another example of how the cup final has been undermined and ultimately ruined because mm. I shouldn't have had the distraction of a West Ham game following the cup final no exactly my whole day if it had been the 80s my whole day would have been based around the cup final that's as it mm. should be you know yeah the cup final and then you just basically pacing around waiting for the cup final highlights to come on match of the Late. day but yeah. you, not only do you get that you get the interview 
from the uh, celebratory dinner that they have oh. in a hotel in a hotel close to Wembley. That always used to happen. They'd yeah. go over to the celebratory dinner. You'd see the cup there. The players would be in their suits, a little bit yeah. worse for wear, and you'd have an, an interview with a, the winning team and all that. Four, but, four, nah. maybe five courses if you're celebrating the cup final. Why not? Oh yeah, proper nosh up. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking brilliant. I remember so many of those cup finals when I was a kid. I remember the one that um, we used to go around to my grandma's and like my uncles and stuff turn up when I was very young. And then mm. when I was uh, older, I'd watch it with all my brothers. And um, in night was it 1984 that it was Everton versus Watford? And I think yes. Everton battered them. Yeah. But I remember the other highlight of the summer was the school fair when I was at primary school still. Right. Strand School Fair, fucking awesome. Fancy dress, <laughs> like music blaring through a sound system. Yeah. I remember like sort of trying to do body pop into Candy Girl by New Edition in the playground. <laughs> so what was this? What was was this basically just a big outdoor party? Yeah, yeah, Fancy yeah. Dress. You know, summer fair. Like my, my kids' uh, primary school still do it now. It's just a fundraiser. And they have yeah. stalls with selling uh, yeah. food or bullshit yeah. things, you know. My kids did that, but there was never any fancy dress or any um, yeah, fancy any dress, body mate. popping going on. Well, they wouldn't you be know. body popping these days. You're talking about 1984, mate. I was dressed up as Just William, <clears throat> body popping to fucking Candy Girl by New Edition. It's fucking wow. best, one of the best days of my life. But they had. Is it, yeah. is it still legitimate for me to go to my kids' ex-primary school school summer fair? Yeah, it's legitimate because do I have to tip kids fundraising? I think fundraising, it's all right if the yeah. teachers know you. Is it still the same head? Uh, no, new head since then. Mate, it's two years mate, now since my youngest. I left. fucking host mine, don't I? I've told you. Oh, that's you right. do. I yeah, host the, the one. system. That, yeah. yeah, you're you're a bit of a local celebrity up in Sunderland. You want to be fucking hosting it, mate. Don't charge them your full rate because it's a fundraiser. Charge them yeah, yeah. three quarters. 80%. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah. Because no, I, mean, I, I, um, I host because... it, I get in for free, which means I save myself two quid. Two quid? It's fucking 20 pence at hours. Actually, I don't know if it's two quid. Probably is, you know, it's sort of like... You don't know. You, don't, you haven't got a pier, I, so you don't how know. How do I know? I just stroll straight in. I stole but, straight in. Everyone goes, hey, who's jumping the queue? And then I just lower my sunglasses and people go, oh, it's okay. It's Sam Delaney. He's hosting. <laughs> Step aside. Someone, someone show up to the VIP backstage area. so he can Everyone prepare. out the way. Where's my rider? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my remit every year is exactly the same. I go in there at noon when it begins. Mm. I storm in. I absolutely demolished the uh, the DVD in the bookstalls. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I, I have a burger from the barbecue yeah, and then oh, I fuck off. Of course, off. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the way to do it. I mean, the bad thing about hosting it is, is that you often have to hang around to the end. The main thing to avoid, this is a classic dad move, because all the dads mm. do it. It's, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I'm just admitting it. The worst bit is the tidy up. Get there early, help put a few tables out. No fucking problem. Easy peasy. Easy yeah. peasy. If you're not hosting, if you're not as important as me, then you might mm. not be hosting, but you can do something else like run a stall for a bit, right? Mm. That's fine too. A little bit of banter. Pretend to be a shopkeeper. Yeah. Play All shops. that sort of crap. Yeah. But one thing, fun? you've got to fucking duck. 
is the tidy up. Because the tidy up is a nightmare. It's been a long day. You're knackered. You just want to go home and have a cup of tea, right? And watch the wall. But you cannot if you're involved in the shitty tidy up. So it's school fate season's coming up, lads. And I'm saying to all our listeners, get there early. Be visibly contribute as early as possible. Because if you visibly contribute, lifting tables about, whatever, whatever, even, I mean, if you, if you want, stick your head through. The, if they have some stalls, you know, <clears throat> stick your head through that and let the kids throw wet sponges at you. Yeah, of course. That's all right, but do not do not get involved in the tidy up. That's a nightmare. Or also, advice: if you are going to go along, keep it tidy. Keep it. You tidy. know what I mean. You're supposed to be setting a good example to the kids. I know, but the thing is, even if people are tidy, there's still a tidy up. I'm talking about folding down tables, putting uh, things back yeah. in the fucking cupboards, all of that shit. Yeah. Nightmare, Folding mate. down a table is a lot more hazardous than putting one up in it because you can get your fingers jammed yeah, in it. Catch your finger. Complete yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what I was saying was I remember that, that 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 one year it clashed with the cup final, but they fucking put mm. a TV, you know, the old wheel-out TV you have at school, and yeah. the wheel-out wooden TV with wood all yeah. around it. <laughs> they fucking <laughs> wheeled that out into, like, I think the library room or whatever. And then it just made it even better. So I'd done my body popping, right? Yeah. I'd had my burger. I'd seen all my mates. And part of it is just like, you see your mates, and usually you're confined to your part of the school. Right. We had two playgrounds, right? Lower mm. and a junior and senior playground. Right. And there were certain parts of the school that were off limits. Not on fucking school fake day. It's a free-for-all, mate. It's a free-for-all. You meet up wow. with your mates. What a feeling. You're in fancy yeah. dress, and you're all just fucking storming about like a bunch of cunts. Yeah. Dicking around in the school, going up into classrooms you're not supposed to be in. Yeah. Trying to have a fucking pipe inside the headmaster's room. All of that yeah. shit. Plus, as well, you know, your mum's around the corner, so if shit kicks off, she can just, like, take you home. <laughs> your mum's there. <laughs> Your mum is on school property with you, but she's talking to the other mums. But she's there yeah. if you need her. She's there as a as a comforting yeah, backup. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, it's like don't fuck with me, mate. My mum's over there. I could go and get her. <laughs> I could call out to her from here. My mum's running the burger store. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> My old primary school got demolished a few years ago. Well, got man. demolished and rebuilt, but after it closed down, somebody somehow got in there with a video camera and they went round all of the classrooms and filmed all the classrooms, the school hall, everywhere, up the stairs, down the stairs, all over the place. Wow. But the thing is, it's it's like one of those buildings that's been abandoned where everything's been ripped out, apart from the stuff that nobody wanted. It's just been left and it's mm. all covered in dust and there's bits of fucking equipment and filing cabinets and stuff. It's fucking spooky. And they've put some spooky music on it as well. So it's this great video. Oh, God. How did it make you feel memories. watching it? Weird. Weird, because, yeah, like I say, it's so many memories of, of being there, but at the same time, it just looks as if it's been... It looks like it was 100 years ago. Did it make you feel so, sad? Yeah. 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 I might put the link up. People can have a look at it. Shiny Road Junior School it was. Shiny I mean, it still Road, is. Yeah. They knocked it down. They knocked it down, then they rebuilt on it. So it's got a nice new but shiny not, building. It's not the same, though, no, is it? It's not the same, is it? Nah. My one, well, with my mates, the ones I was talking about, who I met from Friday, we were talking about our old primary school. 
And uh, we were talking about how mad it is that, I mean, I don't know if any of us have actually been in there recently. Mine, I had a nephew and niece who went there. So I did go to, during their years there, I did return to the school fate. Um, and to be honest, I had just as much fun then. I mean, yeah. I was still drinking at the time and there'd always be one store that sold cans. And you'd always have to end up, there'd be a weird <laughs> hodgepodge of cans that people had contributed. But this is before I had yeah. my own kids. But my brother had kids, mm-hmm. right? And they were at my old primary school. And so I'd go along and mm. just think, you know, I was in my 20s and think, brilliant. I'm going to go to the school fate, my old school fate. Yeah. I'm going to have a fucking cracking time. Gonna I'm going to get pissed get, up. I'm going to get really pissed up. <laughs> that is what I think. Because I'd meet my brother because it was, it was my brother's Terrace Legend, QPR Terrace Legend Castellani. It was his kids. Yeah. All my brothers went to this school, right? Me and all my brothers. So, but his kids would go in there. So I thought, well, obviously, Castleby really wanting to get pissed up at the school fate. So, yeah. uh, and and he was a bit of a name as well at the school because he was on oh. the he was on the board of governors. What? <laughs> Fuck knows how. I mean, Jesus Christ, the state. The state of the fucking state education system in this country that they allow a man like him on the fucking school governors. But anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, don't, I think they're quite, it's quite hard to recruit school governors. I don't think there's that many people anymore that want to do it. Yeah. He it's was like, I'll thank- fucking do it. It's a thankless task. I'll, yeah, he might have been. I'll tell you how to run this fucking school up, made adverts. Yeah. <laughs> once, once you've nominated yourself, you've got to run a campaign. Does that what happened yeah. at, your, at your school? You get like a campaign when there's a new spot. For a school governor, and they they know. send out like oh, um, yeah. a fucking personal statement that they've all made, all the candidates about what their background is and what they'll do if they're <sighs> going to be a school governor. And some of them I have, have a very with- good background. Yeah. I have good ideas, good <laughs> thoughts, good values, good morals. I work within the business community, and I have achieved so much, and I will make an excellent governor. I am hardworking and, get- and studious. And they've they've typed it all up on their computer or their word processor, but then you'll get one that's just written half a page in handwriting, and their handwriting hasn't moved on at all since they were fourteen. And they say, "Oh, my kids are at the school, and uh, I was the lollipop lady for for three months. And, uh, I'd quite like to do this." Fair enough. I'll give you the vote rather than the local business. I don't think. I mean, this probably happens at mine, but I'm, I must say I haven't used my vote, which is an insult to the memory of our forefathers who fought the Nazis and before and the them suffragettes the, as well, the, yeah. the Kaiser Wilhelm, and yeah. before then Napoleon, and all of these different people who tried to take away our right to vote for our school governors, and I've insulted yeah. Bonnie Prince Charlie. Bonnie Prince Charlie, all those cunts, the Vikings, the Romans, right? And Jesus. We, we defeated all of them, right? The Triffids. We defeated Jesus and the Triffids for the right <laughs> to be a school governor. Uh, yeah, so... Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Wouldn't that be a fantastic film, Jesus versus the Triffids? Fucking oh. hell. Who would your money be on? Oh, Jesus. It's got to be Jesus, be isn't it? Of course it is. I mean, Jesus, your money's on Jesus in almost any battle. Yeah. I wonder if they can incorporate Jesus into the Marvel Super Universe or whatever he it's is called. In the comics, he is one of them. Is he in there, is he? Yeah. That would be great. Bring him in. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the thing about It'll Triffids happen. is that they spit and make you blind. But I don't think even... that I don't... I don't know whether that would work on Jesus, but well, even he'd just if he'd heal did, himself, wouldn't he? He could, yeah. he could heal the blindness. Yeah. Nice try, cunts. Yeah. There you go. Just fucking healed uh, uh, it straight away. <laughs> Unlucky. Sim Salabim. Bang. There you go. Nice <laughs> sight back. Salabim. <laughs> <laughs> Have another go, you fucking plant dickhead. Oh, you got us, it, Trifford. You plant cunt. Oh, yeah, it's a big fucking plant. I'll kick you, <laughs> I'll kick you over. You can kick your fucking head off with my sandal. With Miss Sandal's shoe. Miss Sandal's shoe. You know what I'm going to do? I'll pull you out of your fucking pot. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And even if there is a big fucking herd of you, or whatever you fucking call it, gang, right? Remember who my backup is? Me old man. God. <laughs> Don't make me get him involved. Then you're double fucked. <laughs> and I've got the disciples as well. There's 12 of them cunts. And the fucking Holy Ghost. you got no chance. <laughs> and Archangel fucking Gabriel who's got oh, a nice smile but let me tell you you don't want to fucking face her in a tear up <laughs> the Holy Ghost played by the ghost of Kenneth Williams like in Willow the Wisp <laughs> like in Willow the Wisp yeah <laughs> anyway, I just yeah, want to quickly say just just a quick thing right? you're not involved in the um, I don't know if you're a member even but you're certainly not active on the unofficial Top Flight Time Machine Facebook page, which is the Iron Piling Society one. Oh, yeah, I'm aware of it, but I'm not on it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Andy, it's turned ugly. Um, oh, great. Because as, it as turns out... As these things out, generally always do. It turns out there's some... There's some... Basically, there's some... I, I hesitate to say cunts. There's people on there who have missed the po- the entire point, I think, of our podcast. All right, And yeah. think that we are a home for... Oi, oi! Oh, Jesus. Lots, 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 lots. Yeah. Sort of thing, right? And um, I don't know what could have possibly drawn them in on that basis. Get, get your hackers on, lads! 
Yeah, please gamble responsibly. Yeah, as if. Right. Um. Fuck. Yeah. There was. There's been a couple of things recently. Uh, the people are kind of. Everyone's. There's been arguments on there where people are really quick to label other people lampards to the extent that I'm almost thinking of not using the term lampard. But why should I have to change, Andy? Why should we have to change just because our content's been misinterpreted? I mean, just because someone played the Beatles Helter Skelter backwards and then went and killed a load of people, does that mean that the Beatles should have stopped recording records? No, not at all. Of course not. I mean, I've seen on, on Twitter, I've seen people using the term lampard wrongly. Mm. And I just think, you don't know what a Lampard is. You're not using it right. You've Lamparded Which a Lampard. Which in itself is, is, yeah, in itself is, is Lamparding. But, um, well, suffice so what, to say, what? someone someone posted, there was a big thing that I felt compelled to get involved in, which is probably a mistake, but I didn't enter into it. Luckily, I didn't get involved in the conflict, but I made my mm. feelings known because I thought it was important. Someone had posted... Um, one of these god-awful clickbait fucking Daily Mail or Metro or whatever fucking moronic tabloid, desperate tabloid newspaper it was yeah. from. And it was of a kid who was clearly a non-binary and they had a uh, uh, person. See, I, I don't know the fucking terms properly. But they had posted a, a thing on their Twitter feed complaining that the announcements on the train were always aimed at, always used the pronouns, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, right? Oh, right, okay. And so the, so the, the, this non-binary person had, had said, well, that doesn't apply to me, and tweeted it. Private tweet, I mean, not a private tweet, but they just tweeted it. What? Anyway, someone had posted that and labelled this young person a Lampard. And you can then imagine that quite a lot of the oi, oi, have got involved mm. with the old sort oh, give me a fucking break, you fucking attention-seeking fucking cunt, and all of yeah. this stuff, right? And it just, it very quickly became, it inflated and inflated and just became a, a terrible quagmire of intolerance <sighs> and ignorance based mm. around a lot of, and, you know, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of our listeners are middle-aged men like us, right? Middle-aged, uh, uh, predominantly white men. And there was yeah. something really horrible about the fact that you see uh, people with a different point of view that is particularly alien to those of us who grew up when we did in the 70s or 80s or 90s because the idea of, you know, being non-binary is a relatively new thing to a lot of us that we were unaware yeah. of until recently. Yeah, And people become irate. And rather than try to engage and understand where these people are coming from and understand what their sensitivities are, yeah. it's so much easier just to sort of just become angry, label them as attention yeah. seekers yeah. and condemn them. different. Yeah. How dare you be different? And, and it's very much like this. is It's like, well, <clears throat> we never used to have this, but now yeah. we do have it. Why but I don't now? understand why we should, because we didn't yeah. before, and now I am being forced to contemplate something that I haven't been uh, had to contemplate before, <laughs> and I can't be bothered. Why are you trying to make me contemplate and understand someone else's perspective? It's annoying me, and in fact, I actually am angry. And it's you just can't sort of even, like, you can't even call it Christmas anymore. I know, fucking hell. I know, but the other thing is, as several people, and, and I have to say as well, listen. It is not. It was not the majority. A lot of right-minded cunters jumped mm. to, you know, jumped in to sort of mm. say, "Listen, you've got the wrong end of the stick. This is not the sort of forum for that kind of point of view." 
people say it's intolerance, but maybe that's an exaggeration. I think it's ignorance. And it's that yeah. sort of point of view where it's like, it's not, well, listen, I'm as tolerant as the next bloke. Good luck to them. Good luck to them if they want to be non-binary, whatever that is. Right. <laughs> it's just like a level of ignorance where you just think, I can't be bothered to find out what this is all about. Yeah. It seems so alien to me and the world I grew up in that I'm just irritated and angered by it. And and why should I have to understand? And, you know, yeah. as someone wrote on the thing, it's like, well, why don't you fucking Google it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Why don't you fucking Google it and see what this sort of thing is all about, understand yeah. it, and try... And that is not... I'm just not just talking about the non-binary community. I increasingly think that about everything. Yeah. Just find do, out. Do a little bit of homework. It won't take you long. It'll take five just, minutes. Do a bit exactly. Of just engage in other people's points of view. And for a moment, try to see why it is they might feel the way they do. So, yeah. like, people say, oh, snowflakes, right? Um, <sighs> and all of this sort of stuff. And you sort Walk. of think, sensitive. if people are sensitive to something that you yourself are not sensitive to, find out mm. why they're sensitive about it. Mm-hmm. Or and then don't. Consider and it. just sort of think, ah, oh, I just can't be bothered taking other people's feelings or point of view into account. I don't see why I should. It's sort of mm-hmm. annoying, and it takes up a bit of extra time, and it regards and it and it requires me to think for five minutes more than I w- am prepared to. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I'm just not I, I'm just not willing to even make a, the slightest bit of effort to read or understand how why these people feel the way they do. So mm-hmm. instead, I'm just going to say they're making it up for attention. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, Andy. <laughs> As you might be able to tell, I was sort of upset because I thought, well, this is our, a podcast that we've started that we... Are these old we... people? Is this what we've no, created? No, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> a part of you thinks, fucking hell, lads, this is not what we're trying to do here. I mean, fair enough. I'm not saying don't have these opinions, but I'd hate to think that people have misinterpreted the tone of this podcast and sort of think that that is... That, that, I mean, I'm sure there are other Facebook groups. The main thing is, is lots of people point out as well, just understand that this headline generated by a fucking John Pigface type character or a proto Pigface, which is probably some work experience because they're not playing. They trawl through tweets trying to find anything that they can put in a newspaper as clickbait online. So then you click on it and you start shouting that this is a huge problem in our society, that snowflakes or PC brigade or whatever you fucking, whatever ignorant term you want to apply to it, are fucking shaping the way that all of us live. But it's not. It's a kid who did a tweet. Yeah. They didn't send that tweet to the newspaper. The newspaper sought it out in order mm. to lure in ignorant people like you to get angry because your anger then amplifies that tweet and gets their newspaper looked at more, which allows them to sell ad space. That's, mm-hmm. That is that you are a cog in that wheel. You You're are a, a pawn yeah. and your, your ignorance is working for them, for these yeah. people who are trying to make money out of fucking ads, for betting companies. There's there's one positive thing I can see from that, and that is that uh, the, this this group on Facebook appears to be fairly self policing from what you've said, and that a lot yeah. of people have jumped in and said, "Yeah, hang on a true. minute, that's not what this is about," and that's what I think more men should be doing. Because mm. I mean, this is predominantly a male yeah, listen definitely. to podcast, and you know, let let's be honest, men are fucking awful on the whole. Yeah, we're, we're, we're I the root of almost that, yeah. all evil in the world. Um, but there's this this 
this thing predominantly more and more where where people are saying men need to police each other. If you've yeah. got a mate who is a misogynist fucking <laughs> yeah. cunt, yeah. then you need to call them out on it. And if you see them doing things that are abominable, then fucking have a word with them. Yeah. And, you know, try and try and make small differences that make a, a larger difference on the whole. So at the very good. least, at the very, very least, don't get dragged into it. Because I look at things when I was young, uh, you know, never anything bad, but just the mob mentality. So, yeah. for instance, being in a big crowd of fans when you're at the football or being with a big bunch of mates and yeah. not being this isn't I wouldn't say that it was ever something it was certainly with the with the mates I had there was never anything any uh racial element to it or I hope misogynistic but there was just antisocial do you know what I mean yeah. thinking yeah. that you've got the right to be antisocial because you're in a big group of lads a therefore you're, you're, deep you're, down you're on the reason a train you're doing somewhere. it you're the reason you know you're fucking, the, the reason you're doing it really is because you know you're in a big group of lads. Yeah. You know there is a tiny chance of anyone fucking confronting you on it. And if you yeah. walk to, and you walk around in your daily life obeying the fucking niceties of civilized society, and then yeah. you have a few drinks inside you, and you think, wouldn't it be great if for a few hours I could act like a cunt, like there were no rules? But you're doing it because you're a coward, and you know that you're surrounded by mates, and people will be scared. Right, yeah, and, and what's more, you only do it because you've got alkaline inside. You wouldn't have the fucking balls to do it if you're stone cold, cold sober. Exactly. And I know that when I was a teenager, I was involved in things that were just antisocial, that were just mm-hmm. not even like terrifying or scary or violent. You're just acting like a bit of a noisy cunt in a big mob on a fucking train or in a public place. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And this nowadays, I just think if don't I come across something like ever that now, get involved in that. Do you know what I mean? If I come a- if I come across something like that now, if I'm like on a, pub, a train or something and I see a group of lads going on like that and I think, oh, you fucking cunts. But then I think, well, I pretty much did the same myself 25, yeah. 30 years ago. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all do? I would say is, you know, fucking hell, you might not want to. If you see a bunch of 20 pissed up lads, you might not want to be the cunt going over to them go, oi, lads, come on, settle down, live and let live, right? You might not want to, and I get that. But certainly I'm saying if you're one of the lads... You don't have to fucking go along with that shit. You can be yeah. the bigger man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can step away from that kind of fucking behaviour. Um, and But certainly, if mates come out with shit that's intolerant, even if it's just in a private <clears throat> chat, I just think you've got to fucking call that shit out. Because totally. there is a sense that you think... I mean, so many blokes nowadays, in the, you know, the last few years, this term woke has been used a great deal more. And... Like, pleasingly, there is a lot more scrutiny of what we do and say and the impact that can have on other people, particularly people who are vulnerable, who have less of a voice than than the privileged amongst us, right? And therefore, on the whole, people observe those things a lot more, mainly out of fear. There's still cunts out there who think those things, but they think, well, I'm more scared now because in the past I could say shit and get away with it. Whereas now there's a chance you might get fucking cancelled or called out on it, right? But then they'll still say to you, they'll still say mm. to you, like men, and I've been, even in the last, I'm talking about the last year in lockdown, I've been on meetings, in Zoom meetings that are male only, and you get blokes who say, ah, well, we can't say that nowadays, can we? Ooh, imagine if people could hear us saying all this. Part of you just thinks, well, don't fucking say it here then, don't fucking say it. Like, because yeah. you're making an assumption that because I'm another bloke, another white bloke, right, that 
I'm I sort of think the same as you is that like we all think this is funny, but we just won't say it in case the woke police get us. No, I don't want to say it because I think it's canty. <laughs> Basically, try harder. Don't be a cunt. Yeah. And fucking listen to other people and be considerate. Yeah, it's not I mean, easy. what does what does it, it takes cost a bit you? of work? It takes a bit of work, but do that work. Do that work on yourself. You'll be a better person. Yeah, and the thing is, the things that people complain about, oh, you're not allowed to do that, you're not allowed to do this, which is all bollocks anyway, all that not allowed to. It's not about you, whether you're fucking allowed to or not. It's about us all trying to evolve to be better, or nicer not. people, right? But the thing is, the things that people complain about having to sacrifice, right, your Piers Morgans or your Jeremy Clarksons will complain in their newspaper mm. columns and they'll be angry about the things that they feel that they're no longer allowed to do. But ultimately, yeah. these things, right, might be making not particularly funny jokes at the expense of other people whose feelings you might hurt. But it's like, if you have to sacrifice that, how much you really, how much is your life diminished by that? If your mm. life, if, if, if the happiness and the sense of fulfilment you derive from life hinges to any significant degree on your ability mm. to make fucking witless gags... That are, that are racist or sexist yeah. or, or or derived from any other form of prejudice, then your life's fucking shit, mate. Yeah. If that's if that's an important element of your life, the thing is, right? I really enjoy making off-colour jokes, right? That my friends laugh at in the pub, yeah. Mm. And uh, now I'm not allowed to because if I do. People will condemn me for it. And I don't like that because in the past, I, people wouldn't condemn me for it. They, I could say what I liked. It's I like, can't say anything now. I'm just going to so sit what? there. Just don't say a thing. No one's saying, I'm going to take your right to earn a living away. No one's saying, we're going to repossess your home or we're going to put your kids in jail, right? That's not what people are doing. People are just saying, fucking hell, be a bit more sensitive. And even if you don't understand why that other person's got the ump about what you said... Just appreciate the fact that they have got the hump and therefore don't do it. Ultimately, saying nothing is an option. If in doubt, say now. If in doubt, say now. I mean, I had a row with someone about the other day about someone had said something that had been perceived, someone in my family had said something that had been interpreted or perceived as anti-Semitic, right? Mm. And it caused a little bit of a drama because there were Jewish people in my family, right? And... um, and someone in my family was saying, well, that was a big storm in a teacup because actually the thing that that person said was not anti-Semitic. So the people who were uh, are Jewish or were sympathetic to the Jewish members of our family who got the ump were wrong. And I had to have that long chat where you go, you can't tell someone yeah. w- whether they're right or wrong to be offended by something. That's not, yeah. it's up to them. It's not up to you. you. Can- you can't if that's argue the Jewish with their person, lived experience, their yeah. lived experience of what you know. You can't, you can't be like, let's say, a white person and tell a black person what's racist and what isn't. <laughs> exactly. You just can't fucking yeah. do that. If they're offended by it, then they're offended by it, and you have to fucking accept and, uh, and appreciate yeah. that, and and pay attention and learn and listen and yeah. change. I just think so that's the thing. That, um, it's just about so not being Facebook, ignorant. We've had that Facebook group closed down. Then is that what you said? Well, I reckon it's on its last fucking... I tell you what, I've blocked some cunt for just saying... I mean, the other thing is, if you're on that group as well, 
think this before you post something. Even if you're sitting there thinking, oh, fucking Sam and Andy with their liberal lecturing and all the rest of it, right? I wonder how Fine. many have switched off at this point of this episode. Yeah, good. We'll, well like you, like you say, one, maybe once or twice a year we do something like this. But I think yeah. it's a, an important housekeeping thing because it might mm-hmm. just, like, fuck a load of the idiots out, right? Mm-hmm. But um, also just ask yourself this. Is it f- sufficiently funny for you to take that risk? I mean, I banned someone for having a picture of fucking, you know, AOC, the uh, yeah. Democratic senator. Yeah. Someone had posted a meme of her referring to her as a cunt, right? And I just thought, it's just not that funny. What? I mean, part, quite aside from the fact that I think she's a fucking hero, right? But that's yeah. my opinion. Not everyone has to agree with my opinion. I think she's great. But, you know, I don't expect everyone to fucking hold the same political beliefs as us. But if you're going to post a picture of a woman with the word cunt on it, then, like, make sure it's... I mean, is it, was it funny? It's not funny. So, anyway, I blocked that cunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not for us, if that's what you're doing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean there are podcasts out there that are fucking perfect for you, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Oi, oi! I don't, I, I don't feel as though we should have any kind of loyalty towards people just because they've chosen to listen to this podcast. Nah. It's... Uh, and I think there's a, there's a level of entitlement, I think, from some people... You think that because, especially when money's involved, there's a transaction, yeah. and if they're members of the IFS, that they think that, um, that, that they're entitled to something above and beyond what is stipulated in that transactional. Yeah, we um, make we layout, make lo- like. and we make lots of content. I mean, the co- I mean, most of it's better than this episode today. I admit. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> this is this is fucking right. Hard and work. I don't want to. And I tell you what, else, uh, for anyone says, "Oh, I don't want to be lectured." We're not actually lecturing you. What we're trying to say is, right, is that you don't have to agree with our point of view, but this is our point of view. Yeah. If you feel as though you're being lectured, then perhaps... Then it's not the right podcast for you because you sort of think, you know, oh, they're telling me what to do. Again, we're not telling you what to do. We're telling you our point of view. If If you're not of the same thinking, then you might have got the wrong end of the stick about this podcast and therefore go and listen to another one. We're not going to suggest which ones you should go and listen to, but there are others. There's many, many others. But again, you have to do your Googling and find well, you them. Well, you've got talk radio as well, which yeah, uh, you and I have both worked for in the past, but yeah. well, we that, couldn't anymore because they were more interested in, in reacting to things like, you know, the 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 the, the, the non-binary community yeah. and how angry they were yeah. about its existence rather than um, me and you doing phone-ins about... Reg Varney and Paul Skulls. Paul Skulls. Which admittedly well, was on their sister station, Talk Sport, but it you was. get the picture. It was. Um, yeah, well, anything else you want to add? Because we're almost at 45 minutes and it feels nah, like... Nah, I bored epic. the shit out of them, haven't I? Yeah. Um, but yeah, all good stuff. Before we do, we do go as well, have a look at the interview with Mel B that's in The Guardian today as well, where she talks about domestic abuse and a particularly coercive control, which is, I think... Um, an incredibly prevalent thing these days, but it's still fairly hidden. She mm. suffered from that in her marriage, and I think there's a lot. There's a lot of that's going to come out. I think over the next few years, yeah. mostly fellas, but yeah. not all fellas. Obviously, not not all men. <laughs> mostly <laughs> yeah. fellas. Not all um, men. I've never coercively controlled anyone. Taking control of um of of their partners, and it's disgusting and vile, and needs to stop. But that's a really good interview. So have a look at that. Um. Yeah, there we go. This has been Politically Correct Monthly. 
Yeah. Um, we'll get back to Nob Gags next time or doing Rod Turner impressions. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, Sam, we'll do whatever the fuck we want, mate. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, fuck off. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.